everyone thinks you're calm, you're mellow, you're under control. And then one day, boom, you snap and you explode. You're a people pleaser. You don't want to burden anyone with your troubles or your problems. You tend to keep quiet about situations which bother you or they make you uncomfortable because you're doing your best to avoid conflict. Do any of these situations or descriptions sound familiar to you? In this episode, we're going to look at why it's best for you and fair for those around you when you stop saying you're fine and start expressing your true feelings. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment. I believe mental mastery is the greatest component to a successful life. Whether it's discovering your soul's desire, exercising self-discipline, maximizing your productivity, or silently connecting with an infinite creative source through your subconscious mind, you are here to live a life of abundance, gratitude, and love. If this describes you, join the community of like-minded creators at pdesmondadams.com. And now, let's get into today's episode. Are you a go-getter or even an overachiever who struggles with staying organized and on task? Do you hear teachers or parents in your head telling you as a child, if you only would learn to focus, you could do so much in life. If you could only stop daydreaming, You would achieve so many of the things you are capable of achieving. Was the structure of school or corporate job too restrictive to you, making you feel like a failure, even though you knew you were capable of just about anything you put effort into? Well, you belong in a free community of others just like you on Facebook. I'm calling it the Success for Failures community. And don't let that label failure. I'm just saying we've been labeled this for so long. But we're achieving so much. We actually, people who were labeled in the school or corporate structure as failures or or not living up to to their potential, typically are the ones who have the greatest potential. And I wanted to create a community where people just like us could get together, share ideas, share resources, encourage each other, help each other overcome hurdles, and achieve that success that's inside of us. So I want to invite you to be a part of this group. It's a group, not a page on Facebook. Go to pdesmondadams.com slash group. pdesmondadams.com slash group. Join in on the group. Start sharing some resources that you have. You and I are equal members in this group. And that's what I wanted to do is create a community where we're all on the level playing field. And I want you to be a part of it. So go to pdesmondadams.com slash group. All right. Let's jump in to this episode. We're going to talk about number 25 in the 30 things we need to stop doing to ourselves, to ourselves. This is from a blog post from a couple, Mark and Angel, and I link to their original article from my website. Easiest way to get to it is just go to pdesmondadams.com slash 30 things, three zero things, and I list all 30 on there, and a matter of fact, I've got a player. You can listen to each episode where I talked about each one of them. And again, you can link right over to Mark and Angel's website where they first discussed these 30 things to stop doing to ourselves. Today, we're going to talk about why we need to stop acting like everything is fine if it isn't. You know how it is when you get to work. Hey, how's it going today? Oh, pretty good. You don't want to talk about what happened last night or 
the fight you had with your spouse on your way out the door. Not that you need to, but we just instinctively just say, oh, everything's fine. Oh, hey, everything's good. Yeah, all right, good. Even, even worse, I see it a lot of times with people in faith communities, church communities and that, get together on, on Sunday or whatever day, and, and it's like, hey, good to see you. How's everything? Oh, it's good, man. All right. Hey, well, I'll see you inside. Okay, great. Really, this is a situation where the culture should allow for open emotional talk, but it typically doesn't because we all just want to have this facade on. So let's talk about why we should, uh, why we should stop acting like everything is fine if it isn't. And the key on this one is to keep it in control. You've heard people who just gush all over you. They just vomit all their emotions all over you. That's not a controlled response. And that's the key on this because you can easily let the pendulum swing from, oh, everything's fine to my life is horrible. Every time you talk to somebody, you're just pouring out every bad, angry emotion that you have inside of you. The, the thing that you want to do is get to the point where you can acknowledge how you feel, but keep it in control. The, the problem comes when our emotions control us rather than, rather than we controlling our emotions. And that's what you need to get to that point where you can allow yourself to be vulnerable in the proper environment, proper situation with the proper people. You just meet a new business associate. You don't want to start explaining to them about why your marriage is falling apart. So stay in control with it. When, when we when we suppress our emotions, we're actually just hiding them. And, and the, the problem becomes when we think that we're like making our emotions smaller, we're dealing with it, or we're not letting it get the upper hand. We're really just hiding those emotions. We need to find an environment, a situation, uh, maybe a group of people, a therapist, a professional if you need to do that, uh, a friend, a spouse, uh, a mentor, a, a group of peers who you can be vulnerable with and find that situation and have them understand that that's what it's all about and then be vulnerable. See, so often we want acceptance and we want approval from the people around us, even those who we're supposed to be vulnerable to. We want to be the strong one in the group. And so we, we fear that if we share our emotions, we're going to project a bad light upon ourselves. But the, the weird thing is, the truth is in this, when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, when you allow yourself to be vulnerable with the right people, you become more acceptable to them. Think about your situation. Do you want to be around somebody who's got everything going right? Everything's perfect, never a flaw. You start to feel inferior around them, and it starts to become uncomfortable to be around them. Of course, again, this pendulum could swing the other way where all they talk about is everything that's bad there's just no balance in their emotion and then you start thinking wow this person is dragging me down but when we're vulnerable and we're honest about our emotions and about our feelings people tend to accept us more because we become suddenly relatable to them that's the thing that we're, we're trying to do. We're trying to we're trying to find this common ground they start to say oh man okay well, well he or she's got things that are messed up and I've got things that are messed up and but you know he's trying or she's trying and, and they're working it out and they're seeing some success here and some success there and I'm doing that as well and so you start to become uh, relatable to people but so often we we lie about being okay just to project that special image and here's the thing when you accept the lie about being okay 
you'll accept a lie about whether you should be offended or angry about something. Sometimes our ego gets in the way and we get angry about something because we don't want to let that other person get away with it. Right? And so it's not that we we're really offended by it. We just feel we need to let them know that they can't do that. That's wrong. And you can't talk to me that way. But truthfully, really the response that would be best maybe would be, hey, you know what, that's not cool. You you know, that kind of hurts my feelings when you say it that way or you tell me that, you know, I'm doing this or that and it's wrong. So so that's when you come at it from a controlled point of view. Give yourself time when it comes to these emotions as well. Remain in control during that time. A lot of times people don't give themselves the time or the space to deal with their emotions. That's when you start getting anxiety attacks. And I, I found this out a long time ago that most people, most people who are dealing with anxiety are dealing with anxiety about their anxiety. They start to feel emotions well up. They start to feel like those emotions are going to get out of control. And they start having emotions about their feelings about those emotions. Does, it, does that make sense? So they start getting anxious about their anxiousness. And that's when these anxiety attacks come on with people. You start heart palpitations, uh, shortness of breath, and, and it starts to become a bigger thing than it should be. So remain in control and allow yourself. You know what? There's situations where nervousness is okay. Worry or concern, I should say, worries. I don't know if worry is ever beneficial. Usually it's about something that's not going to typically happen. Our imagination comes up. But concern about something, caution about a certain, that's okay. There's a reason. Our, our bodies have emotions. They're there to warn us or to alert us about things. It's, it's normal. I think back to when I, I lost my dad. And I'd never dealt, I'd, I'd, I'd lost an aunt and an uncle and a, a family friend. Their son had, had passed away uh, in his teens. And, but I never really dealt with losing anybody close to me. And when my dad passed, I remember being at the service and sobbing and just in tears. And I remember sitting in the car as we were heading over to the um, cemetery and just thinking to myself, and I even said it to my brothers and my sister. You know what? Man, that's good to grieve. I understand this now. Now I get why we do this. Now I get why funerals and memorial services are so important. Because we have to give ourselves that room to allow that emotion to come out so it can be cleansed. So it doesn't mean that you remove all your sadness now, but you've just allowed it to be expressed in the proper environment. That's probably the best way of describing this. There's a proper way and place to express anger, proper way and place to express sadness. And so give yourself that space. Give yourself that time to do that. You suppress it. You hide it. You're not getting rid of it. You're not shrinking it. You're not decreasing it as an issue. You're simply hiding it. And eventually your little hiding spot's going to get full of emotion and it's going to overflow. And that's when it comes out in an uncontrolled way. We all deal with it. I deal with it. I deal with it to this day. And it's important when that happens to come back and regroup and to acknowledge that you didn't have control of your emotions in that situation and that you need to do that. And so I say from now on, I'm going to share with you the smaller issues instead of just cramming them into the emotion closet until I can't shut the door anymore and it bursts open.
So, so that's what I want you to work on today. I want you to take one of those small things. Remember, don't vomit your emotions all over somebody. And don't do it on just anybody. Find somebody. Maybe it's your mom. Maybe it's a really good friend who really knows you. And share something with them today. Make sure you don't just drop it on them as a bomb. Let them know. Get the right setting. And share with them something that maybe you've suppressed, that you've told them several times. Eh, everything's good. Let them know, you know, everything's not good. I'm feeling bad about this and this and this. And maybe, dare I say, cry with them. Or maybe share your anger about a situation with them. Do that today. I always like to give you something that you can do each day. I want you to do that. Express your emotions with somebody, okay? And then, uh, just, just re- I'd love to get your feedback if you, if you would like. I'd, I'd love to hear from you. You can even uh, send me a voicemail if you just go to pdesmondadams.com. It's really easy. You'll see a little speaker over on the side, and you can leave me a voicemail. I'd love to know how that worked out for you. I, I really would. Good, bad, or, or indifferent. And see if it cl- cleanses you a little bit. But remember, the key, always stay in control of your emotions. If you start to feel that it's getting ahead of you, then then back off a little bit and just say, you know, I need to cool down a little bit and kind of regroup and maybe come back in a minute or come back in an hour or in the next day or a week from now. Uh, but stay in control, all right? This is so good for you. Stop saying you're okay when you're not okay. doesn't mean that you don't have to be positive or hopeful. It just means express your emotions. Thanks so much. I hope if you enjoyed this episode, you'll share it with somebody else. I hope that you'll give it a rating in iTunes. Go into iTunes. You can just go to pdesmondams.com slash iTunes. I'd love to get you your review. The whole reason I've, I've relaunched this podcast is because of reviews I read in iTunes. They, they, they just so charged me up. I realized this is resonating with people. So I would love to have your feedback. It's what motivates me. It keeps me going forward on this. So thank you so much for those of you who have done that. And thank you for going out to do that right now. Again, pdesmondadams.com slash iTunes. I am Desmond. I thank you so much. May your reach always extend beyond your grasp. 